I now call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to order. I am Melissa Maley, the spy. I'm Tyler Riley, cop and a half. And I'm nobody. (laughs) We've just completely revoked Tristan's nickname. Yes. And we're pending further review upon Mm -hmm. him as a person. (laughs) 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 I was, see, I was trying to do a whole thing where it was like related to the thing we're doing, talking about today with nobody body oh also oh, uh, um okay. odyssey i guess <laughs> i get i'm it would have been really great if i had gotten what you were trying to do <laughs> like my marijuana joke from like two episodes ago that nobody got <laughs> <laughs> oh right <laughs> so what are we doing today oh right yes we are doing something today <laughs> We are bringing you something a little bit different today. Today, we will be reviewing the film Clue, based on the board game Clue. And the novel Push by Sapphire. (laughs) Now, is that true? No. No. (laughs) Yeah, so this came out actually uh, December 13th, 1985. So about this time of year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A nice totally did that on purpose. Yeah, sure, yeah. We, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. did. Um, and it was, uh, I guess, directed by somebody. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I think it's directed by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, <laughs> uh, or Not Jonathan. Oh, well, he was after the. It was a good movie. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Jonathan Lynn, who I who collaborated on the script with a guy named John Landis. Oh yeah, so, oh, Landis yeah. picture. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but much more notable, I think, are is the cast. Yes. Because uh, it stars folks such as Tim Curry, Madeline mm. Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, and Leslie Ann Warren. There's a few other people in there as well, but that's who. I remember, yes. That's fair. We, a lot of people talk about Madeline Kahn in this film and yeah. Tim Curry. Both mm. brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Eileen Brennan. Oh my goodness. Mrs. Peacock? Yeah. yeah. So good. A masterclass. It's yeah. just comedic yelling. Oh, yes. Yeah. This voice is so hoarse, though. <laughs> oh, she's, oh, she's brilliant. I, so good. I have a question, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I do want to know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Who They're doing a remake. Ryan Reynolds yes. is in it. Yeah. Who else do you want to see in it? Oh, um, uh, had somebody and flitted out of my brain. I think Kate McKinnon from Adam. Um, yes, Tom's Kate McKinnon, Mrs. White. Would yeah. Be perfect. Oh yeah. I think Adam Driver and Chris, uh, Christopher Lloyd's role would be interesting as. Heck. Oh, that would be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, gosh, who I would else? like Angela Bassett as Miss Peacock. Wow. Amazing. Yes. yes. Oh, or Loretta Devine is Miss Peacock because she also does a great job of hysterically yelling. Okay, all right, I like it. I like that. Um, mm. And yeah, we have Ryan Reynolds as Wadsworth. I, I believe. I so, okay, yeah. that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm not. Exactly I would like for Meryl it. Streep as the cook. That's perfect. Sure. Perfect. Um, I was thinking Robert De Niro as Mr. Body. Okay. Just as kind of a bit. Oh, or I like Liam that. Neeson, yeah, yeah. A la, um, what is it, Gangs of New York? He dies within the first, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, spoilers. Jeez. He was in the first 15 minutes. What? No. He's is one it? scene. He's yeah. one scene. He's in one scene. He gets Three scenes. Two scenes. Three scenes, two. Anyway, we'll get there. Anyway. Um, but did you guys know who was originally supposed to play Miss Scarlet? No. Carrie Fisher. Really? Yeah. Why didn't that happen? Rehab. That makes sense. Yeah. That is unfortunate. It is. Because that would have been perfect. Yes. Uh, Tyler has thoughts. He's thinking I can see it. I think it happened as it should have happened. I mean, mean, I'm glad she got the help that she needed Mm -hmm. Carrie at that time. But I I don't know. I can't really... I can see her, but Mm -hmm. I think Leslie was... Mm -hmm. She was very good. Yeah. Um, the whole time, though, I was going, is that Susan Sarandon? The whole time. They look exactly the Liz same. Lizanne Warren does look quite a bit like Susan Sarandon. Yes. Yeah. I just thought that uh, we would all enjoy that particularly. Tristan. Is Leslie still with us? Yes. Okay. Uh, Leslie Ann Warren also did a film version of the musical Cinderella. Oh. Which is how I originally knew about her, clearly. The Roger and Hammerstein? <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Yes. Um, now she's not the senator, right? Right. She's not, okay. The madam. No. What? Senator what Warren? It's fine. Oh. oh. bum bum <laughs> all, uh, all in favor of disapproving of that joke? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> there's too, there's too many political things going on in this movie. It was just too confusing. <laughs> Sorry, Tristan. It's quite all right. <laughs> So it was widely panned. People did not really? like this movie when it first came out. Roger Ebert, Gene Siskel, the New York Times all panned this film. And I don't think they got it, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, can I say this, though? Sure. Siskel and Ebert have a weird track record for not liking films that are like publicly acclaimed. Because this is like a cult classic. Yeah. But... Ebert hated, like, Dead Poet Society. He gave it, like, a 2 out of 10. Yeah. He despised that film. But that film has gone on to be, like, very, very well loved by the general public. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that's really interesting about, like, reviewers and critics versus public opinion. And I guess we're seeing that with our current political climate. Sure. But, but people <laughs> also like Transformers too. I that's mean, so true. Yeah. yeah. Who is right? What is the truth? <laughs> I know. And it's one of those things because on Rotten Tomatoes, I guess, Clue has, like, a 59%, which is not great. No. But it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's also, I mean, I really really like this a lot Mm -hmm. and I think it's one of those things that do people understand what they're doing is what I'm like the tone of the film because it's one of those things where if I mean I guess if you don't get what they're doing then it's not because it's very silly and farcical yeah it's basically a stage play and I've yes. seen uh, this film a number of times with a number of different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reaction I've gotten is also like a 59%, like a very really? mixed huh. okay. review of the people mm. that I'm with. Like some people just don't like this brand. That, yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I guess I'm skewed. I love it. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I'm skewed because everybody I like and hang out with, <laughs> or at least 80% of the people I like and hang out with, are the kind of people that love Clue. Yeah. I think it's a good litmus test. If you enjoy Clue and that kind of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will say it's a very specific taste. It's almost like 
uh, almost vaudeville. It's like very showy. Yes, that's yeah. true. Like my parents don't particularly like this film, but okay. they also were like a, going to movies when it first came out. So they were kind of like, oh, this this terrible film. But oh. they also feel the same way once again about Hook, which is beloved by most at least people my age. Yeah. Oh yeah. So right. like it's. It's an interesting, I think it might have been like a generational thing. Huh, okay. And then if you grew up watching Clue, because it was, at least for me, one of the first like racier comedies that I saw growing sure. up. Sure. Okay. And I think it, it kind of has that built into it. I wonder if my dad likes Clue or mm-hmm. has seen it, actually. Because hmm. it's funny, because I get along really well with my dad. I have a really, really good relationship with my dad. Okay, you're bragging. Um, well, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> yeah. but we do not see eye to eye on a lot of pop culture things. Really? Or yeah, or mm. just there's a lot of things I like that my dad doesn't necessarily like. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'll try to show them. Like I think they liked The Good Place when I showed it to them, mm-hmm. but I don't think they've continued to watch it. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is the best um, show ever. Whereas they've good. watched like all of The Crown and Downton Abbey. Mm. And oh, Downton Aspire. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure I would enjoy it. It's one of those things. I'm sure I would enjoy it, but like, that is absolutely my dad's thing. And okay. yes, anyway. No, no, um, no. Oh, also, just anecdotally, mm-hmm. uh, do you all know the actor Leonard Rossiter? Because I don't know him. No. The name sounds vaguely familiar. He was apparently the first choice for Wadsworth. But he died before filming. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, and the second choice was Rowan Atkinson. That is perfect. Yeah, but it, he wasn't well-known enough at that time. Yeah, in the States, I would assume. It's weird how yeah. that works. Like, yeah. there, I know so many films yeah. where like, there's like this great choice, but they're like, uh, movies aren't really their thing, or they're mm-hmm. not that well-known right now. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. That's a shame. It is a shame, but... I do love Tim Curry a right. whole lot, and he's great in this, so I'm... Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, he's very good in it. Okay with what we got. I'm imagining Rowan Atkinson in it, and I am mad that it's not him. Oh, yeah. Mr. Body. Like, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing would have been... Oh, my gosh. I would love it so much. It and would like, be very good. down. Well, I mean, there's still the remake that has not... Mm-hmm. Did you I don't imagine? know if that part has been cast yet. I don't know I, who Ryan Reynolds is supposed to be. I think he's... Probably gonna play. Gonna Wadsworth. play Wadsworth, probably, because he does tend to like putting him. If he's producing, sure. he's producing it as well. So uh, yeah, see, I yeah. I enjoy Ryan Reynolds in a lot of situations. Like I enjoy him as Deadpool very, very much. Mm. But there's certain things that's like, mm, could you play Colonel Mustard instead? Could um, you give Wadsworth to someone else? Because mm. he's good, but he's not like that level of Wadsworth is just one of those like give it to a virtuoso please yes all right let's just put it on mute Ryan I'm speaking directly to you oh <laughs> oh boy I know he's a listener of this show. yes listener of the show Ryan baby no <laughs> okay listeners you can now rejoin us. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh. so shall we get into it so clue the movie um, I love that in the intro we get on, we get based on the Parker Brothers board game. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, all these movies that are based on board games, getting so sick of them. Um, Battleship. <laughs> this one. Uh, Candy Crush. Jumanji. Candy Crush? I'm sure it's going to be a thing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is an emoji movie, so. And an Angry Birds. Oh, God. There was an Angry Birds. There was there an was. Angry Birds film. There really was. Let's um, take a moment to mourn the death of cinema. 
That was good. I. I. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote. Tim Curry is my everything. For some reason, it could have been wow. any number of reasons. This was like I think just the, in the opening sequence. Oh, yeah, uh, I love him. There's kind of a big opening sequence yeah. that is not. There's not a lot of dialogue yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, it is a very big butt mansion, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a butt mansion. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be family friendly. Right. Um, and we get a little, I, I stopped the movie and rewound to make sure I noted that we were in New England, 1954. Mm. Yes. Tim Curry is Wadsworth, the butler, and he's asking the cook and the maid, uh, the maid's name is Yvette, if everything is all ready. Guests start arriving at the house and everyone is using aliases as per a letter they got instructing them what their alias would be. We have Colonel Mustard, Professor Plum, Mrs. White, Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, Mrs. Peacock, and everyone has been invited by a man named Mr. Buddy. Wandsworth remarks that Mrs. White and Yvette seem to know each other. So, okay, the house is apparently called... Hill House. We hear someone talking yeah. about that in the beginning. That's fun. And I was like, oh no, do not go to that house. That is a terrible, terrible idea. Never go to Hill House. Mm-hmm. For everyone who has watched the show. Anyway. Yes. But I mean, if they're like, if I'm being invited to dinner and like someone's going to be cooking, I'm going to show up. I might have to risk it. Yeah. For that biscuit? For dinner? Yeah. Uh-huh. Risk it for the risk it for the biscuit. I feel like that brings on connotations. Okay. Is that negative connotations? Uh forward let's move on. Okay. <laughs> We're trying to keep it family friendly. Okay. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going. Uh, uh also, there's a peril in the house on the hill, which is a board game as well, which is kind of fun. Ooh. So maybe that's is that a also Parker. Books? It is. N- I do not believe it is, but I can uh. Google it real quick before we get too in the Investment. podcast. Invested in the what we're talking about that works too. Yeah. Um, there is a really good history of Clue done by Justin McElroy and Russ Frustrick from Polygon.com. If you wanna oh. go online and know more about Clue or Cluedo, as it was once called in England, yep. where it was originated. Um, house. Fun time. Um, so while Tristan is Googling, I just want to say, I want a dinner gong. Yes. They, they beat the gong to symbolize that they're starting dinner instead of a dinner bell, ringing yeah. a dinner bell. And it's pretty great. And it's very alarming. And I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dinner gong. Agreed. Good stuff. Um, and along those lines, the doorbell is an actual bell. Like it rings, yeah. Uh, it rings a little bell in the side, and you see that happen a lot because the doorbell rings a lot in this movie, many, many times. Fun stuff. Yes. So they all sit down to dinner, and they are sitting and having lots of awkward, the awkward soup sipping scene. is awkward. so good. Oh, I love they just it. Sit there and sip soup and stare at each other. Mrs. Peacock reminds me of um, the, uh, the character from uh, Orient Express that wants to shut up about yes. her daughter. Oh, yep. In yes. that scene, she's just like, okay, I'm going to talk. Someone's going to talk. we got to talk because otherwise it's going to be awkward. And I'm already talking for all of you now. Yeah. yeah. She's like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And during that conversation, oh, were you about to cover this? I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. Ooh. Go for it. 
because she's speaking so much, we learn then about Professor Plum's profession. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. We basically learn that everyone either lives in Washington or everyone works for the government uh, in some way or is funded or, you know, their livelihood is made by the government. Yeah. Sorry, I just had a moment. Um, Colonel Muster should be played by Nick Offerman. Please continue. Oh, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. Uh, so there's also a seventh empty seat. And Wadsworth said that it's for the seventh guest, Mr. Body. Mm-hmm. And everyone has gone into this thinking that Mr. Body was the host. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, and Wadsworth looks shifty. Yeah. Cool. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the doorbell rings again. Finally, Mr. Body is here. And he says, what are they all doing here? Mm -hmm. Wadsworth reveals the letter they've all been sent to get them to come to dinner. Like, uh, basically what the letter says is, here's your alias. If you come to dinner, pretty much your problems will all go away. But Mr. Body did not get the same letter. He got a different letter. Dear John. <laughs> John Body. <laughs> nice. Teamwork. Uh, so then after dinner, they go into the study. I wrote question mark, but it, yes, it was the study for brandy and coffee. Um. I haven't had brandy in a while. I feel like I have had brandy like once. Mm. Huh. I haven't listened to brandy in a while. You should. Mm-hmm. Brandy, oh gosh, brandy, who has also played Cinderella yes. in yeah. a televi- television version of Rodgers and Hammerstein's musical. The best Cinderella. version of that musical, in my opinion. Isn't Whoopi Goldberg also in that? She yes. plays yes. the queen. And who's she married to in that? I She's forget. married to, uh, oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> Hold on. You were going to let me have this? Uh-huh. Victor Garber. Oh, it's, yes. Yes. It's amazing. It really is very good. I enjoyed it very much. And Jason Alexander and Bernadette Peters, Natalie Bissell Reed, Diane Cox, Whitney Houston herself, R.I.P. Baby Girl. And Let's... just to give it the trifecta, another person who has played Cinderella in Roger Hammerstein's Cinderella is me. Uh, oh. Ah, oh. Yeah, but not in a televised version. Not yet, Molson. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. There's still time. Anyway, um, so Wadsworth opens a letter that says he's suppo- now supposed to tell everyone why they're here, unless Mr. Body wants to. Ooh. Mr. Body then becomes outraged and tries to leave, and <sighs> but all the windows and doors are locked. Click, click. Still, no one actually has figured out who the host is. There's lots of confusion around this. I love the foley that's happening. I know. It's it's such a rich tapestry of sounds. trained actor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Our acting training being put to good use. Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wadsworth reveals they're all being blackmailed by an anonymous person. And... They all eventually admit, yes, indeed, that they are being blackmailed. Who is it? One of them, is it Mrs. Peacock, who's like, I'm not being blackmailed. No, I'm not. No, No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, I guess, yes, I am. Yeah. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's a journey. She's so good in this. She's so good. All of, I mean, everyone does a really great job. All of the women in this are just next level. Mm -hmm. So Professor Plum works at the U.N., He's a doctor who, it sounds like, 
was getting on with his lady patients. I believe the word they use is stooping. 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 Gotta love it. I want to talk briefly about the thing you just said about all the women in this thing. Because mm-hmm. I think what happened was this. They all were cast in roles that they were finally like allowed to be funny and big and good. Yep. Which is so rare for women yep. in movies specifically. And also plays to a certain extent. But also, I... I disagree with that. I oh. mean, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but this is post Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein mm-hmm. and all the stuff that Madeline Kahn has done. But I think this was the first time that she was allowed to be subdued. Sure. Like everyone was kind of playing it, all those women were playing mm-hmm. against type, I guess, except Leslie Ann Warren, who mm-hmm. was, is, mm-hmm. I'm sure, she's still with us. Yeah, um, she is, yeah. <laughs> A very lovely woman and like kind of got kind of trapped in this but like she was able to like kind of explore more mm-hmm. yeah it, it is it's really interesting because mrs white does not start out being as like the standout of it mm-hmm. uh, but then you know as the movie goes on yeah it's all mrs white yeah, all the is. time yes it is and it also is interesting like she is in a very supporting role which is not normally her bag Madeline Kahn. But it is also, like, a, such an ensemble cast that, like, yeah. at no point can someone, with the exception of Tim Curry, who is conducting these people, mm-hmm. like, there, at no point is there someone who's, like, the only focus of a scene, which is right. really, yeah. I think, really, really fun. But I also think it's just, like, we've, it's so nice being able to see competent actors finally, like, get a, like, by the way, I can also do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really, really nice. That's a fun, it's always a fun thing to do. Yeah, I love it when people are given the opportunity to play against type because yeah. most actors can and casting directors just got to get a little bit of imaginative about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I would love to be in something like this. Yes. Oh my gosh, My yeah. goodness. Did you do a reading of Clue? I did Clue the Cabaret. That's right. I saw I you in I it, Professor, Professor Plum. Plum. Very good. And it was a great time. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a stage musical and isn't there also a stage play based off of? I believe there's this? both. There's both. I think so. It's very I've. But neither I are like around the film, like it's. They're just based off of the board game. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because I didn't see it in my research. Yeah. 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 Um, but I've done noises off. Mm-hmm. And very similar. Yeah, which is very similar in tone to this, and it was just the most fun ever. Um. It's yeah, really funny that you mentioned that um, because Christina the whole time is getting it confused for noises off because she watched both of them as mm-hmm. part of the tech crew in high sure. school. Sure, uh-huh. but they have a very from what I've briefly read of noises off, they have very similar tone. They do like a lot of overlapping dialogue and weirdness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's the best. It's so mm-hmm. much fun, and I did it in high school, and mm-hmm. we actually my high school we did a pretty darn good job with the comedies that we did um shout out to east chester high school and john guardiac um who directed us in those comedies uh and made me realize that i could be something other than an ingenue which was really great anyway yeah yeah. um but that's one of the things that was really nice about that is that i got to finally do something other Mm -hmm. than you know sing about how much i wanted to be in love it was it was cool um because <laughs> that was what i normally did which was really great and, and fun but yeah uh comedy is also comedy comedy real quick if uh-huh. i may yeah mm-hmm. uh i also think this strikes in similar tone to a wonderful comedy that's playing on broadway uh currently the play that goes wrong okay uh, yeah yes 
Get your ticket to close. It's real, real soon. Oh, no. Yeah. I need to see yeah, it. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not going to see that play. Okay, we'll talk the about six. it later. The six. Yikes. Get your tickets on TDF if you remember. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So now we're getting the story about why who everybody is and why they're being blackmailed. Um, so, as I said, Professor Plum works at the UN. He's a doctor. He slept with some of his lady patients. Um, not cool. No, it's really not cool Abusing his position. Abusing a position, specifically with those who are uh, mentally ill. Like, that's something yep. like... Yeah, what if control? they were in love? I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, could anyone be in love with Christopher Lloyd? I could. Really? <laughs> what would be interesting is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, a sequel to Clue, where the doctor gets put in the insane asylum. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All in favor. Aye. Aye. Mrs. Peacock uh, got money in... Here's what I wrote guys. Oh, but then back to the, sorry, Back to the Future is then another sequel to Cuckoo's Nest after he breaks out of the insane asylum. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. all, all, all right. Christopher Lloyd's films are all one series. <laughs> That's our next podcast oh. is how all the Christopher Lloyd films are related. Mm-hmm. Starting with Angels in the Out. <laughs> yes, he's an angel for the whole time. <laughs> Shh. Okay. I'll never tell. Uh, Mrs. Peacock got money in sketchy ways for her politician husband. Did I get that kind of right? Yes. Great. Well, no. Yeah. Wait, repeat that one more, one more time. Yeah, it's not a good sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Peacock got money in sketchy ways for her politician husband. Ish. 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 It was more for her own gain. She sure. was like kind of using her. Okay, all right. That, uh, yeah. that makes sense. Those good connections, that networking. Okay, she cool. She added people on LinkedIn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs., uh, Miss Scarlet is a madam. She has a brothel. Uh, Colonel Mustard. Oh, wait, real quick. Yeah. Miss Scarlet. I love how she is the only one that was just like, yeah, I'm being blackmailed, but I did what I'm being accused of. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. the only one that Incredible. just did not deny. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's very much in popular culture a madam thing. Mm. Like, no, I did it. What? I've been doing this for so long. This is, it's, I mean, it is the world's oldest profession. Uh, With health benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> destigmatize. Oh. Uh, destigmatized sex yeah. workers. Yay! Okay, uh, so Miss Scarlet is a madam, and Colonel Mustard has visited that brothel. Nice. Uh, Mrs. White probably killed her physicist husband and her illusionist husband. But there's a beautiful line, which is so your many. second. Uh, well, you like talk about the what about your first husband? Well, he decided he did he not. Yeah, he died mysteriously. What about your? first husband well he disappeared well he was an illusionist that was his job it was just very good. <laughs> yeah it's just very stupid it's can i this movie is so dumb oh and yeah i love it it's yeah. so stupid and it's so silly and it's beautiful it's so stupid and so smart at the same, at the same time, time. <laughs> And Mr. Green works the st- for the State Department, and he is a closeted gay man, which at the time was, I mean, sometimes still is, but at the time certainly was still a thing that people really didn't want. But he was going to lose his position on mm-hmm. security grounds. Like, that mm-hmm. was, like, the thing that tripped me up. 
Mm-hmm. Because he was gay, he was going to lose his job for security reasons. And I was mm. just like, what? Oh, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, m- but most of the reasons why well, they don't people want... wouldn't right. want to mm-hmm. employ a gay person don't make any sense at all. There's an interesting choice that Christopher, L- I don't know if Christopher Lloyd made or if the director did, when oh. um, Green mm-hmm. says that he gets up and sits somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, that's an interesting like, I mean, that makes sense because it's 1950-whatever, but, like, it's also, like, oh, that would just n- not fly, with, like I was saying earlier, right. like, if the movie came out. I think people would get, Twitter would be on fire about Twitter that. Twitter would be Twitter-pated. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yes. Sometimes I say things Ooh, when I should just much. think them. No, that was very fun. That was very fun, um, <laughs> but, but not like not. I mean, wrong, but like not wrong. Like yeah. Is that, that would be incorrect? a reaction that mm-hmm. very well would mm-hmm. happen. Oh actually. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But again, um, as we discussed pre-recording. Yes. <laughs> it all blends together. Was right. it on the podcast? Was it not on the podcast? I'm never not doing a podcast. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> Tristan is recording us all the time. Mm-hmm. It's for um, my podcast, Big Brother. Yes. Like with the racism, like <laughs> in the books that we talk about, mm-hmm. and kind of the sexism mm-hmm. and womanizing in this film. Yeah. Like, as long as there's some kind of comeuppance on those characters. Yeah. Searching like there's, it's kind of hard to. I mean, it's easier to forgive mm. if they're like the film or the piece of work. Mm. Yeah, if there's a comeuppance by the character that's doing the bigoted mm-hmm. thing, right? And in this case, we we don't get that. I mean, Professor Plum is certainly not cast in a positive light. No, no, right. But there are other instances in the film where, like, we're reminded about the homosexuality of yes. Mr. Green, where mm. like the other guys. Oh yeah. Also this is the homosexuality is the thing in this film that is I don't know the mo- they're the most complacent about it being a bad thing mm-hmm. if if I'm if y'all get what I'm saying like or is homosexuality just a, a red, red herring, herring. <laughs> um <laughs> I was uh, upset that I didn't know what you guys were going to say. <laughs> I was not in on that one. <laughs> I don't know. Tyler and I are firing on all cylinders this today. Is a different podcast. Yeah. You're in a different podcast. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. You can come in. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan looks like a little puppy that we left out on the other side of the door. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm so glad we're doing that. <laughs> a lot of Sound Foley works. There's more and there's more and more Foley work as this podcast continues. Nope. <laughs> the more we get into it, the Not more Foley a work. Foley reference, just for my sake. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing in this movie. People are just the most like, oh yeah being gay is weird kind of stuff is happening and that's yeah and I think it's also kind of indicative of the circumstances in which the characters find themselves like there's been a murder we can't really talk about like a homosexuality as a concept of being a sin when we're we might be implemented in murder yeah but and then also like it's one of those things where, like no one's here as a good person I think is one oh, of the that, things that's, uh, that's, that's true, true. That's that true. is which also is, true and like that's the thing of like 
Professor Plum is a big old pervert. Yeah. He's a big old nasty pervert. Yeah. And also it would make sense yeah, that yeah. some it also makes someone. It makes sense that somebody who is so sexually driven, specifically towards women, because he like grabs Miss Scarlet's butt at the beginning of the movie, right at the beginning of the movie, yeah. would be uncomfortable with the concept of homosexuality. Yeah. yeah. So it, like it seems consistent in character, but yes. it is also like I I'm constantly curious about like how older films would play now because like the climate's so interesting yeah. and different. Yeah, yeah. It was Mel Brooks uh, mm-hmm. was talking about like how he would not want to write for today. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, Blazing Saddles, if it, they, you can't remake that. No. Like, you can't even attempt. Like, it just would not be the same. Mm-hmm. Things would not land. People would be too up in arms instead of, like, really, truly listening in this day and age, I feel. Mm-hmm. Sure. But the thing is, we get different things today now. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. And right. so we're getting different kinds of comedy and different approaches to comedy and I don't think that's a bad thing either no I don't think so I'm just yeah no yeah. it is it's an interesting it's an interesting phenomenon that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. um, in ways I just find it sad that we might lose things of the past sure like mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles like it's a very could beautiful. we even watch that 20 years from now like yeah. what is the climate going to be like would that even be would that be banned somewhere much like or come with like a disclaimer much mm-hmm. like um Cabin in the Sky, which, in the grand scheme of things, was not that bad a film in terms of stereotypes. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't help you on this yeah, one. I don't I know. Seen it. I don't know that one. Oh, Sorry. okay. Um, I think it was. I forget the production house, but they mm-hmm. do this big disclaimer about it's an all black okay. film musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pre Jim Crow, like it's. Um, okay. Oh, okay. And, like, there are a lot of stereotypical elements thrown in there. So now there's, like, this giant disclaimer that, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was really necessary for viewing. Sure. Because mm-hmm. if you put the context of the film and the time period. Yeah. 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 And I think that when we're watching older films and reading older books, that that's what we really just have to do is right. just read it through the lens of this was a different time period and, like, still understanding, you know, mm-hmm. this is not a great thing to it's not a great approach like let's not do this now but still there's value mm-hmm. to a lot of the a lot of the media that happened then yeah, yeah and it, specifically bringing up blazing saddles is like it's a satire and also like yes. not not inaccurate towards how people would have behaved in the old west absolutely and yeah. i think because i think that's why it's so good as a parody because we right. have all these westerns that are romanticizing this idea and then it's like oh by the way these all were idiot you know you know morons Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then a very similar thing with um, the producers. I don't think it's amazing that they got that remake in right before. Like yeah. that would not fly now no. at all. Yeah, and there's this really interesting video essay. A lot of a lot of YouTube plugging that I'm doing in this episode um, by Lindsay Ellis about the responsibility that satirists have mm. and like how to how to balance that because it is like if you do it too sincerely, people are going to get confused, and that's why I think. Like, South Park is often unsuccessful because there's that whole generation that grew up watching South Park that are like, this is a funny thing to say by virtue of saying it, not because of the thought that went into it. Sure. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Long tangent. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. No, that's okay. (laughs) No one's died yet. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Because of the tangent or in the film? In the film. Oh, I see. (laughs) Well. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
So after we learn why everyone's being blackmailed, we learn that Wadsworth reveals that Mr. Body is the blackmailer <gasps> and that the police have been called and are on their way so that everyone who's being blackmailed can reveal that they're being blackmailed to the police and Mr. Body will be arrested. There's a weird leap in logic with that. Yeah. Like, why not wait for the police to show up to tell everybody what's happening? Leaping logic, Tristan Miller. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you cannot see the face <laughs> that Tristan is making. It is a, it, it is a resigned <laughs> and yet somewhat contented face. Uh, yes. So, Mr. Body gives everybody boxes. Yes. With a little bow on them. It's Very close cute. to the holidays. Yeah, yeah. It is close to the holidays. You are right. I mean, is it in the film? It's raining. Yeah. Why not? Sure, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go there. Uh, <laughs> and they're not decorated at all. I just have to well, say. Well, it's a... Uh, yeah, House Hill is atheist household. Yeah. I don't believe in Christmas. <sighs> oh, or they could be... Oh, um... Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes. Okay. Yes. I remember Michael is... Jackson could not have a birthday party mm-hmm. for his mother, so everyone had to come with packages wrapped in brown paper mm-hmm. for this gathering of just a random day of the year. Sure. Okay. <laughs> is Mr. Body a Jehovah's Witness, or is Wadsworth? <laughs> Who's decorating the house? Who's in charge? And by the way, there it is. That, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I just want to clarify that my disgusted sigh was not for atheism. It is the, for the idea of not decorating for any reason. For any reason, <laughs> be filled with the the holiday spirit. Yes. Do However, it. you choose to celebrate. However, yeah, which... whatever religion or non-religion you subscribe to. You do you, but, like, put up those twinkly lights, please. They're pretty. Yes. And they help us not feel depressed in the winter. That's yeah, what... they really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why January is so hard. Okay. So. <laughs> what do you mean? We have Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Do we put up lights for it? You could. I mean, I'm, I'm into it. Let's do that. Um, they have service at decorating your own home. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> There's so many twists and turns in this episode. It's going to be much like this. Film. Yeah, it's gonna be a nightmare for me to. <laughs> We're 45 minutes in, and it's only no one's moment. died yet. No one's well, died. Someone's yet. about to. Uh, what? Uh, someone's about to have an experience <laughs> <laughs> of losing their life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should I, should I just jump in with the, with um, the first? Oh, Wait, one point. Oh, sorry. One, okay. Yeah. Every, he gives everybody boxes that yes. contain different weapons. A candlestick, a rope, a knife, a gun, a wrench, and a lead pipe. Oh, my. That's Those are the weapons from the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't sure. I'm a very good actor, you guys. Great. Okay. <laughs> he encourages someone to kill Wadsworth so they can get out, lest it be revealed I know. Like, I've given you all weapons. By the way, not fair because one of the gun, one of the weapons is a gun. The other one's a candlestick. It's like one of you should kill him. Maybe just shoot him yourself with the gun that you had. Eh. 
But he doesn't want to do it. He yeah, doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Ugh. You know how those blackmailers are. Yeesh. <laughs> I don't know. I, do. um, I would prefer to use, like, say I'm going to murder someone. Okay. <laughs> Let's say. Oh, boy. Just for instance. Can it be me? <laughs> sure. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to process what just happened because oh, that became that <laughs> the Trist, the look Tristan gave Tyler was almost sexual. It was meant to be. Okay. Mm, yes. That's how we promised each other how we would go. <laughs> All right. Cool. Go on, Tyler. A sexual fight to the death. How are you? Sexual sex- death match. <laughs> Close off. If you're uh, going to murder Tristan. Close would be off one. Oh, gosh. And then, <laughs> I would use a candlestick, because that is, I think, the most viable thing. Yeah. So what if you miss with the gun? What if you miss with the gun? Also, I think a candlestick death is more easily explained. Like, there are so many accidents that could happen surrounding a candlestick. Sure. More so than a gun. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yes and no. It takes a very specific motion to kill someone with a candlestick, whereas you could just be showing someone a pistol and it goes off and they're dead, like Dick Cheney. They're not dead. His lawyer didn't die, but right. And the guy apologized to Dick Cheney for being in his line of sight. Yeah, accidents happen, Tyler. Yeah. Well, I mean, but candlestick. I feel as so now I know a black man in America. Uh-huh. The police show up, I have a gun. It's not going well. That's uh, true. I have a can- well, candlestick, preferably on the ground, and my hands are just up uh, at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might go it's- better. Uh, okay, so. It's my t- time for my break. Yeah? He turns out the lights, what? and in the dark, the gun goes off, and then the lights come back on, and now mm. Tyler talks. Tyler, Tyler time. Tyler time. He's dead. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Body is <gasps> on the ground and not Quadsworth. Not Quadsworth. Not no, Quadsworth. No. no. Mr. Body is just a body on the ground. Well, who did it? The thing is, we don't know. Oh, shoot. He was shot, but who had the gun? Who? Was it? Who's? I have a question. Oh, yeah. Was okay. he was he shot or was was he not shot? Like the gun went off in the dark, but gun he wasn't went off shot. In the dark. I'm getting there. Yeah, <laughs> it's really later in the film. Melissa. I'm sorry. I thought that was. I thought that was immediate. No, I'm sorry. No, no it's all. It's all but good. Christopher Lloyd's character. Yeah. yeah. Goes. He's dead, right? Go. Wait, Christopher Lloyd, the doctor. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Professor Plum. Even though he's Plum. just a psychologist or whatever, goes to like yeah. check out. <laughs> he's like a Michael Jordan. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play baseball now. Right. <laughs> like, well, I mean. I, I, you, a psychiatrist still has to go to medical school. Yeah. I feel like you should is be able to. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Is that true, Melissa? It's 100% true. Think- the thing is, so he goes to examine the body. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's dead. And then. <laughs> he's dead, Jim. He's dead. Everyone freaks out. Mm-hmm. And then. Everyone's trying to figure out who had the gun yes. to begin with, and like who shot. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, Mr. No, it was, it was Mr. Green, Green that had yeah, the, the gun. gun. 
And, and he said that someone tried to grab the gun from his hand during the blackout. Mm -hmm. It went off. It went off. And it broke a vase. Yes. It broke a vase on the wall. They then go to examine it, and they're like, oh, there is a bullet hole in the wall. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, how did he die? Meanwhile, Miss Peacock is startled and kerfluffed. Yeah. Oh one, one, one might say. Because, um... Grabs a glass of brandy, begins yeah. to drink it, <laughs> to which Professor Platt, or was it Mr. Green? I, I can't recall. Someone. Someone says. One of the gentlemen says... What? Maybe he was poisoned. <gasps> to which Miss Peacock begins freaking the blank out. Mm -hmm. Yes. To when we have Mr. Green slapping the Zootzilor out of her. Yes. Which right. is to calm her down. Which is unfortunately very funny. It is really. It, okay. Yes, it is. And it's one of those things where it's it like slapping someone to have them wake up is a funny thing if we can take it out of the context of a man hitting a woman across the face. Yes. Right. It was almost, though, like, you know, like when there are some, certainly not implying that all homosexuals do this. Okay. But <laughs> interesting to see where this sentence is going, Tyler. <laughs> but there, I know there are some guys who will just like grab girls by the boobs and like oh, it's yeah, like yeah, an yeah. accepted oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. because they are a homosexual. Yeah. Yeah. The... Yeah. 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 It was That's almost kind of thing. like the slap thing was like one of those kinds of things. I like, see what it's you're fine because he's gay and right, not right. a real quote unquote man. And it's also... I'm doing air quotes. Yes. Mm -hmm. With my hands. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, there's a moment of him. He's like, I had to stop her screaming somehow, and so everyone was. There is a moment of everyone was like, Hey, you just hit an old woman. Yeah. Yeah. And Mr. Green's like, Oh, I just didn't think about it. <laughs> oh gosh. But it also is like I was thinking about this earlier as well. In the context of comedy, like falling down is very funny. Yeah. Grown men running, very funny as well. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if those things happen in real life, they are not funny at all. It is very scary to oh. see a grown man just running somewhere because you're like, where's the bomb? I saw a man mm -hmm. running down the sidewalk mm -hmm. last night, and it was dark uh -huh. outside, and I was terrified. And then I was like, oh, he was running for exercise. Mm -hmm. And so... I calm down. I've yeah. run to catch a bus mm -hmm. and someone's been in front of me and they have jumped like two feet in the ground and yeah. I have had to shout as I passed, sorry, I'm trying to catch the bus. Sure, yeah. Because, yeah. That didn't scare me. Like, if I saw Tom Cruise running at me, I'd be like, oh, God. Oh, a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm going, he's going to murder me. Mm-hmm. He jumped like a couch about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, yes. Just, I think grown man running is funny in like real life context. Okay. Depending on the grown man you, who's running. You can tell they're gonna poop their pants. It's very funny. Yeah. Sure. If you're yeah. here as long as you're not near the end of it. Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Um, <laughs> what happens next? What does happen next? Gun went off. He slapped. Oh, he slapped Peacock. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yep. Uh, uh, we like to have like if someone was slapping NBC. Yeah. 
So <laughs> after that, did you see ABC absolutely slapping that peacock? Right. <laughs> okay. Good place. There we go. Mm. That is a free ratings headline for <laughs> the applicable time. <laughs> it's <laughs> entertainment news. Okay, so she stopped screaming. Thank gosh. For now. But we hear screaming from another room. (laughs) It's Yvette. They all run out of the study trying to get into the the billiard billiard room room Mm -hmm. where Yvette is. She finally opens the door. Oh my gosh. Opens the door. We're not going to do this the whole time, are we? <laughs> I'm sorry. And Yvette is like freaking out because she has been left or trapped inside with the murderer. Everyone's like, who's the murderer? And she's like, we're staring at him or her. Yeah. Because she knows listening from the other room yeah. mm-hmm. that the brandy could have been poisoned and she had some of the brandy. Right. So rightfully so very she is out. yeah. And she's very freaked out. Can I just add mm-hmm. that everyone running in this is so great because they all run as a group at the same time every single time. It's like lemmings. It's amazing. It's like yeah. an episode of Love Island. I I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say yes. <laughs> um, and there's also music. There's like running music yep. that yes. happens every time. It's delightful. It's very Benny Hill. It's yep. very good. So they then decide to bring her into the search party mm-hmm. to kind of figure out what in the world is going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then next we go to the kitchen? I think right? so. Yeah, I can't uh, remember why. Oh, wait, not yet. Not yet? Um, no? Yeah, not, not quite yet. yet. Um, so Wadsworth then reveals that he was the one that invited everybody. Oh, oh right. yeah. And that he used to be Mr. Body's butler, but Body was also blackmailing Wadsworth, Wadsworth's wife, which is very hard to say, um, because she had socialist friends. Which is, can I say, he Tim Curry's delivery of that line, he's teary-eyed. He's like, we were socialists and it's so good it's He's really crying. very good it's amazing and that's i think we get one of our red herring yeah everyone jokes is very there. sympathetic mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah uh, and she killed herself yeah. um because very of this sad. yeah so wadsworth says uh body was blackmailing everybody because they believed he believed that they were all thoroughly un-american yes Okay, so, so we're in the I, kitchen. <laughs> we go to the kitchen for some reason because they they feel like they need to go check on the cook for some reason. I forget right. why. The body is missing at this point, or it's not. But we're in the kitchen regardless. Yes. Looking around, they're Anybody's poking scared. around. Anybody? <laughs> um. Mister Green mm-hmm. opens the freezer. Yeah, that's like and a big meat locker. Falls out, and he is asking for help. And all the guys just like, nope, I'm not getting behind that. That's gay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the did not read Did not read the subtext into that, the no one helping them. I just thought they yeah. were all dicks. But that's okay. Yeah, that absolutely. sucks. Yep. Um, yeah, she, it, the cook has been stabbed in the back. She's dead. Right? Yeah. yeah. Emotionally and physically. Um, wow. No. Yeah. Wow. I do. Do they? Goodness. Mm. I wrote down at this point two of Madeline Kahn's lines. Uh-huh. One of which is, 
Husbands should be like Kleenex, mm-hmm. soft, strong, and disposable. Perfect. Iconic. She delivers it so beautifully. Uh, and then life after death is as improbable as sex after marriage. Also fun. Also, I love that. Leslie Ann Warren has her moment in this scene mm-hmm. with a line. The cook is dead, and she goes, I didn't think dinner was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the person responds, How can you make jokes at a time like this? And she's kind of like, bah, 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 bah. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. This is my coping mechanism, she yeah. says. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yes. And then they have Mr. Body's. I have Mr. Body's body is gone. Mr. Body's body is gone. Yep. Okay, so the body was not missing, but it is now missing. Yeah, yes, I think right after gone. they go so back to the study and they can't the find it. they the cook into the, the study. study. Because they are trying to bring the body in and they all stop at the doorway because the body is God. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then drop the poor cook. So much of this movie is physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should just watch it for mm-hmm. all of that. Anyway. And you can find it either illegally or legally. Pretty you, easy. You can find it both ways. Mm-hmm. I at rent- the same time. Yeah. I rented mine off iTunes. I had a DVD. Uh-huh. I do not want to tell you where I got my copy. Yep, okay. I had to find <laughs> a bum. Oh, no. That's well, terrible. aren't you, allegedly, Tom Cruise? <laughs> 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 um, okay. Okay, so, so we're... we're we're back. We're Sister Act 2, back in the habit. <laughs> <laughs> and the body oh. is gone. Body is gone. Not the cooks, but Mr. Body's body. Mr. Body's body is gone. Yes. It is then where we discuss, Colonel Mustard freaks out about, is there anybody else in the house? After they do another round of accusing each Mm, other. They do, but they find the body first. Who finds the body? Oh, I remember. Oh, the bathroom. Yeah. This peacock has to powder tittle. Okay. Sure. Or. Well, that's what she says. Um, what oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, there was something. There was a there, there's bit a, there. There, Yeah, there's uh, some sort of joke there. It's very funny. You should watch the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a funny thing happens mm. on the way to the bathroom. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it's just an amazing sequence uh, where Mrs. Peacock is just yelling. Oh, yes. for like a minute straight. <laughs> yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like stuff. all the way down the hallway. Because I will also say, like, that screaming is also another thing that in real life, not funny at all. Not funny. Do something about it. But in a comedy. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Yeah. Uh, But because Mr. Body's body is, like, kind of hugging her almost. Yeah. Cheek to cheek, yeah. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And he has new injuries now. Mm, On the head. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He got... uh... Nabbed in the, <laughs> nabbed in the noggin. Yeah. Knocked on the noggin? Knock, knock, oh, Tuesday. Like, nabbed on the noggin's fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nab, nab, nab. Um, I meant to say napped on the noggin. Like napped. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is where I think they bring all the bodies into the study? Yes. So. And they lock the weapons in the cupboard. Well, just the two two bodies. Yeah. At this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I said all. Then, all two of them. <laughs> All two of the bodies are in the study. Yes. And they have the idea to lock all of the weapons away in a cabinet. Yes. And Wad- Wadsworth decides, I'm going to hold on to this key. And they're yeah. like, you're going to hold on to the key? And he's like, I'm going to hold on to this key. Yeah. And they're like, you are going <laughs> to hold on to this key? <laughs> yeah. He's pretty like, much <laughs> like that. That's pretty much what happens. <laughs> he 
and he's like, yeah, like, what if one of you is the murderer? And they're like, what if you're the murderer? And he's like, I'm not the murderer, but what if you were the murderer? He's like, fine, we'll just throw, we'll get rid of the key. Yeah. So they go to the door. He's about to, he opens the door. He's about to throw the key. And there is a traveler. Yep. A rambling man. A motorist. He's like, hey, my car, phone please. And they're like, okay, Ooh, I did, 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 did. go into the... Yeah, so here's what happens is they all kind of have to have a conference oh, before yeah. they before they agree to let him use the phone. And this is a running bit. This happens a couple times. Yeah. And if, if you say, hey, may I use your phone? My car broke down. And the people in the house have to have a conference about it. Get out. Mm-hmm. Because something is go- oh, going on. Mm-hmm. If they're not... Like, oh, yeah, sure, you can come use the phone immediately, and they have to have, like, a discussion about it. Something is really dodgy is happening. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Like, what if they're in the middle of a wake? Like, and they're just like, uh, like, do we want the stranger, like, going into our house? What would you just say? We're in the middle of a wake, sir, please come back? Well, like, what if you don't want to be, like, it is raining outside, Mm. and it's really dreary, like. Mm. I guess. But. All right. Tyler over here giving people the benefit of the doubt. That's what I do. It uh-huh. is true. That's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? So they do let him use the phone in the lounge. The lounge. Yes. Mm-hmm. The lounge. Yeah. And this is they when lock him. Oh in. yeah. They, they lock... do lock him in. So <laughs> many keys. There's so many keys. There's so many keys. So many doors. So many key changes. It's a musical. And thing. oh, also after he. They let the motorist in. They lock the door. They also then throw the key out of the door as it originally. So went. there's no right. way them to unlock the door to let the motorist out. No, no, no. Different key. Different key. Different key. The key Different. to the, cap- the, the cupboard. The key to the cupboard. Key to the cupboard. That's true. I understand. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So this is when oh. they wonder if there's anybody else in the house. Yeah. And so they want to go see. They split up. They split up into pairs. By so drawing lots. They do. Yep. So lots and lots these, of matches. And these long-ass matches, too. Yeah, it's for like, lighting a stove. Yep. Oh, I yep. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You learned something. But yeah. you just kind of just light here. a match and you just throw it in and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, it, was um, fun, uh, it was a fun time then. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, so um, yeah, you should uh, definitely consult with your roommates and also your con ed person about the way you've been treating your oven and stuff. Uh, unless we have an electric boo. Mm. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got dunked on and then confused. So. <laughs> Can you please continue? Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Oh, so all in favor of say aye. Ooh. Aye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now who's not in the podcast? Well, <laughs> Before that's when they're talking or one of the conversations. <laughs> One of the many conversations <laughs> in this film. After it's revealed that Mrs. White probably killed both of her husbands. Probably. Yes. Not, you know, we don't Allegedly. know for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Wadsworth makes a comment uh, along the lines of, like, no man would be left alone with you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he ends up being paired with her. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They do... The most unlikely pairings are mm. the ones that they go with. It's great. Um, 
cool. So then what else happens? Uh, okay. Oh, and this while is, they're, yeah. While they're split up, uh-huh. uh, a secret passage is found. Yes. Yes. By Scarlet and... Professor Colonel Mustard. And Mustard. Yeah. And then at some point, you see a hand... A gloved hand. A gloved hand going over to uh, the uh, cabinet. No. Power. Oh, right. The. Oh, yeah. The circuit the board. Fuse, uh, yeah. Fuse box. Fuse box. Uh huh. And shuts off all the lights. Yep. We then see Yvette. No, we see the motorist? Yes. The motorist gets killed. Yes, the motorist gets killed after saying. That it's so weird mm-hmm. that they ran into their former employer. Yes. Yes. Um, the the hand, in addition to um, turning off the fuses, uh, goes into the cupboard with mm-hmm. the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, gets the wrench, mm-hmm. and then goes in, and then we see that gloved hand knock the motorist over the head with yep. the wrench. After which, the secret passage is discovered. Right, that goes into, into the, the lounge. lounge. Right. And then they discover the body. The right. now third body. Yeah. And everyone runs back to find the dead body. I wrote, utter mayhem. Great. Yes, because um, Scarlet and Musser are stuck in the lounge, freaking out over the body being discovered. Right. Everyone's on the outside trying to get into the lounge. Because yeah, it yeah. was locked and they threw away the key. Because he threw away all his keys, didn't he? Because just the no, one to the cupboard. The because, but he doesn't have the key to that door then. Yeah, they they can't find the, the key. key. They can't yeah, find I don't remember. Key. Okay, it's for whatever reason. There's a lot of keys, Ugh. guys. But Yvette decides to run into the room. She comes back with gun in hand and shoots the lock. Yeah, shoots the lock. Colonel Mustard gets hit, like uh, yeah, grazed or whatever. Grazed by the bullet, like yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, badly like, wounded, right? Or not even really badly wounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the doorbell rings, and it's the police. Wait, before that. Sorry. Um, they confront Yvette over like, "How did you get the gun?" Oh yeah. She's, she's like, "What?" Oh, yeah. Right, right. Sorry. And then everyone's freaking out, and the colonel is freaking out, and he's like, "I cannot take one more fright." And then the chandelier falls right behind. Oh him. my god, it's yeah, so it's good. <laughs> So good. Very fun. Yep. Um, oh, a policeman, not the police that have been called, but a singular policeman mm-hmm. uh, asks, it rings, on, rings, rings on the door. Uh, <laughs> cool. Rings the doorbell and asks to use the phone. They have another little conference, and Wadsworth then locks him in the library mm-hmm. where he is. Because the uh, policeman came because he saw, a, he saw Scarlet's, car on the road, right? Abandoned. I think so. I think I thought it was the motorist's car. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. maybe. Well, Scarlet and the motorist. Like, yeah, he saw a car both. on the road. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple abandoned cars. There's just... <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, a little worrisome. And if I were the police officer, I'd be like, hey, so, are we good? Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's a very funny sequence of uh, the police officer going, hey, I need to know what's going on here. And then they prop up the dead bodies. Um, oh, yeah. Weekend at yeah. Bernie style. Yeah. Where they're making out. And it's kind of fun, but it's also kind of gross. He's getting yeah. too much. Yeah. And then he's like, there's nothing wrong or illegal going on here. These folks are just having a good time. Right. Yes. Yeah. Blah, well, blah, Mr. Blah. Green, like, is freaking out because yeah. he is the one that has to show the police officer around. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking yeah. that all this to be revealed. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and this is where my notes started becoming a little weird because I was getting sleepy. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I just had, I wrote at some point, unseen, unseen gloved hand. <laughs> So, how do you know about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's implied that there's a gloved hand. This, this has secretly been about O.J. Simpson. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, no, it's not. It can't be, because they gloved it. Oh. Oh, boy. Mm, uh, so, they had to acquit? Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Mm. Um, is there is anything that happened before... The sequence with the voice asking you that? Yes, because okay. we then discover that the police officer saw someone that he recognizes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Everybody knows each other in this thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do have pretty good notes for a voice asks uh, Yvette mm-hmm. if anyone has recognized her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, yes, I must have been. Mm-hmm. And then assuming... It's the person that is attached to the voice, mm-hmm. then strangles her with the rope. Yes, but a little bit more on that is that Yvette says, somewhat misquoted, yes, they know me. Uh, yes, they know my voice, and they know, or no, not my voice, they know me, and they know every inch of my body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not sure if it was already revealed. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on from that. They know every inch of my body, and that gives certain implications mm-hmm. that. Yeah. She has had relations. Yes. Certain intimate acts. Mm-hmm. Or someone has seen her in an intimate act. We're not quite sure. sure. But someone has seen her yeah. in all of her glory. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, and then she's strangled with the rope. Um, Saying, it is you. Yeah. And then I have just two more notes on this entire thing. Okay. okay. So... Pass the baton. Baton, somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The lights are off. The body's on the ground. They find because Yvette. the cop. Yeah. Yvette, the door. The lights are off somehow because the uh, the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. The door opens. It's very dark on the inside still. All right. So oh yeah. Oh the singing. Oh the, okay. This yeah. is in rapid succession right yes. after. Okay, I forgot yeah. how yeah. rapidly this all yeah. happened. It's like three things right in a row. Yeah. yeah. So. Yvette's strangled, and then the singing telegram arrives and is... The person is shot. shot. Is shot, mm-hmm. the, who is a woman. Um, and then we see the policeman killed. Yeah. Yep. So, now there are five bodies? Six. Six. Six, six bodies. Six bodies. Yep. So six bodies, and then they're all freaking out about this. Yeah. And yes. then... Because, like, they find the bodies, like, one right after the mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And when they find a singing telegram, they close the door. Yeah, because they're like, Ugh. And they're like, Wadsworth says, this is really getting serious. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is very good. And I think it's actually not too far after this that yeah. we start having... The I know who did it. So yeah. Is, yeah, I think right. it's actually immediately after this. Okay, yeah. Yes. So, okay, great. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership just go to audible.com slash adc pod and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs download a title free and start listening it's that easy go to audible.com slash adc pod to get started today
Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. My selection for a suggestion to this week is Murder for Christmas, which will be our next novel that we discuss here on the program. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adcpod for your free audiobook. I'm also going to talk to you today about Blue Apron. You can choose from a variety of chef-designed step-by-step recipes every week. Get fresh, seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. Enjoy delicious, unforgettable meals cooked from scratch. Blue Apron's uniquely integrated model means better ingredients, better pricing, and a better planet for all of us. You can go to bit.ly slash snapron30 to get $30 off your first order. Once again, that's bit.ly slash snapron30 to get $30 off your first order. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay, we're back. So, there are three sequences about who could have done it. And in the theater, when you went to see the movie, you got one of them. Oh, only one of them? Yes. And that is how I chose to view it this time around. Okay, so... Every other time that I have seen this, Mm -hmm. I have done the three All of them, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to have that kind of theatrical experience this time around. Then let's start with you. What ending did you have, Tyler? I had it where Miss Peacock was behind it all. Okay, so Miss Peacock killed all of the victims to cover up her engagement of bribes from foreign powers. Yes, she knew the cook. Mm -hmm. Who used to be her cook. cook. Yes. And I think that's true in all of the endings, actually. Because she says, this is one of my favorite recipes. And and Watson Rook just, I'm... It's very fun. Yeah, because it's well, like monkey brains. Monkey brains is very popular in mm. Cantonese cuisine. It is not that well known. And then Mr. Yeah. Green goes, is that what we had? Yeah. yeah. Showing that he doesn't appreciate other cultures. Uh, and then like other... Or just doesn't want to eat monkey brains. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't know that that was going <laughs> to stop the podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I, I broke and I had to reboot. Calibrating <laughs> 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 one. Okay. Uh, so she knew other people in other ways. Yeah. And communism was just a red herring. Yeah. And Wadworth, Wadsworth oh, reveals. Oh. That, oh. Wadsworth, before we get to the endings, walks us through kind of how. Mr. Body got his information through the cook and Yvette, and like they all knew everybody's business. Yeah, everyone yeah. was either an accomplice or a person being blackmailed. Yes. Correct. So then, during this, he's also like taking us through like the entire events of the night just by himself. Yeah. Right, and like going to every single room. It's very yes. back and forth. Lots of the running I right. talked about earlier. Yeah, it's really good. And then the doorbell rings like right before that, or right after that's completed, and it's yeah. a guy. It's like a some tel- witness who is then like asking like about like their immortal souls, and this peacock is like, <laughs> "You gotta get out of here, or you're gonna be killed too." Yeah, yeah. which gives very great implications in the ending I saw. Right, she's because like, she's... I do not want to have to commit another murder is kind of what you get when you see my ending. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I hadn't thought about it that way. 
Um, yes. And it was worth then reveals that he's been an undercover spy for the Federal Bureau of Investigation because he receives a telephone call from J. Edgar Hoover at some, in the third act, as mm. weird, which is kind yeah. of... It's uh, super weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she then... Uh, he's spying on Peacock to get her arrested. Yeah. yeah. That's ending number technically... B. B. That's ending B. That's an M- and they ending also number sing, B. They also sing her out, and we get to hear Matthew McConaughey's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, when voice. I, and I was watching this with, um, I was watching this with my girlfriend Christina, and she's like, "That is honestly the biggest move mood I've yeah. ever seen, holding people at gunpoint while they sing for she's a jolligan fellow." Yeah. I was like, that's that's it. That's yeah. peak. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's one. That's how. It, that's how it could have happened. Yes. Um, another ending. But what about? But what about? Um, another ending is Yvette murdered the cook and Mr. Body under the orders of Miss Scarlet, mm-hmm. for whom she once worked as a call girl. Uh, Miss Scarlet then killed her along with the other murder victims. She wanted to keep her business of extortion safe and now plans to sell the other gifts secrets. She intends to shoot Wadsworth, who asserts that there are no more bullets in the gun. Very fun sequence. With oh, yeah, so good. Um, Wadsworth then reveals himself to be an undercover FBI agent, again, um, takes the gun from Miss Scarlet and apprehends her. Uh, the evangelist that we mentioned reveals mm-hmm. to be the police chief who arrives with the cops and agents to prove that the gun was empty. Oh, sorry. To prove that the gun was empty, Wadsworth fires it towards the ceiling. However, it still contains one bullet. Yep. And the gunshot brings down the hall chandelier right behind Colonel Mustard, narrowly missing him again. again. <laughs> uh, real quick before we go into the other mm. final sequence. Yes. Mm-hmm. This reveal of Yvette as a call girl yes. really struck me this viewing around because it's something I had remembered from mm-hmm. previous viewings. But in the very first dinner scene, mm-hmm. when Mrs. White is talking about her second and most late husband. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when asked what he does, she says he lies on his back all mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah. To which Miss Scarlet says, sounds like hard work to me. And mm-hmm. right after that, mm-hmm. we get a shot of Yvette. Ooh. Oh. This movie is really good, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> callbacks. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and that's ending A. Yeah, that's ending yeah. A. Then there's ending B, which we've already covered, which which is Tyler's ending, and then ending number C. But what really happened? This is actually what happens canonically. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Each murder was committed by a different person. Professor Plum killed Mr. Body in the hall with a candlestick. Mrs. Peacock killed the cook in the kitchen with a knife. Colonel Mustard killed the motorist in the lounge with a wrench, and he picked um, the key from Wadsworth's pocket. Uh, Mrs. White killed a vet in the billiard room with the rope, and Miss Scarlet killed a cop in the library with a lead pipe. Mr. Green... And because... Yeah. Sorry, because mm-hmm. um, Mrs. White's husband had an affair with a vet. Yes. yes. And Miss Scarlet knew the policeman because she had been bribing him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Mr. Green... That again. Mr. Green is therefore accused of killing the singing telegram girl, but Wadsworth's, Wadsworth reveals that he killed her in the hall with a revolver and that he is, in fact, the real Mr. Body. The man Professor Plum killed was the butler, to which he says, ah, shucks, which is very fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the witnesses to each of their secret activities dead and the evidence destroyed, Mr. Body now plans to continue to blackmail them. Um, Mr. Green suddenly pulls out a revolver and kills Mr. Body. He reveals that 
he's been an undercover Federal Bureau of Investigation agent this whole time mm-hmm. who has been on the case of Mr. Bobby. He brings the chief slash evangelist to arrest the others. And then he has the best line in cinema. He turns to him and goes, I'm going to go have sex with my wife. Yes. It's good, but it's also a little bit disappointing because it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's nice to have a homosexual character in something, mm. and then, like, we've just taken away that. Sure. And, I like, I get, like, yes, it's an uh, he's working under an alias and is, mm. uh, you know, trying to give himself a different backstory and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, oh, well, it just kind of is like an undercut to sure. that character, I think. Well, that might have been uh, the right ending canonically. Mm-hmm. But it's more colonically uh. because I thought it was a piece of. Oh, okay. Because uh. that uh. is actually my favorite ending. I do not care for that ending. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of fun. We get great bits out of it. We mm-hmm. get the flames. Mm-hmm. So many oh. iconic bits come from that ending. But like the like that end bothered me as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is actually a fourth ending. <gasps> I found out about. Surely your chest. <laughs> well, apparently they filmed it and they didn't show it in any theaters because they were like, this is bad. That's funny. Um, really? Uh-huh. Uh, Wadsworth did everything mm-hmm. and was just like kind of in it for the fun of it and like mm. to commit the perfect crime. And by the way, they've all been poisoned. Also, and they're all gonna die. That does sound like a little bit of a cop out. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I do want to like. I wish I could I see, see that. that. I think you yeah. can actually <gasps> see it. I think it's. I think it is possible to see it. I've, I have not watched it. Hopefully, but links in the show notes. Hopefully. 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 hopefully it's probably it. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Okay. Okay, guys. So, so. I guess we got to rate this thing. How are we doing it on five mustaches? Yeah. Are we? I do like how. Are we gonna rate it out of murder weapon? Weapons. Yes, oh, okay. seven murder weapons. Six. Yes. There are six. Yes. Okay. I think you're giving it a six out of seven. Oh. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, no, I don't want to rate it out of seven. Or I don't want to rate it out of six. That's confusing. Okay. I need a multiple of five, guys. It's been too long. Speaking uh, of five, guys. Also, it's out of seven. Oh, gosh. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. So let's go with five mustaches. Sure. Five Fine. golden rings. I don't care. <laughs> it is the holiday. Yeah, so five golden rings. Okay. <laughs> Melissa, how what many golden rings? Sonic implications. Yeah, got, gotta go fast. Yeah. I want a chili dog now. I know, I'm hungry. Ben Schwartz is gonna play. So him. hungry. He's fun. So. That is fun. Do you not like Ben Schwartz? I do. But do you not like Ben Schwartz? Jaleel White is still alive. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Out of five golden rings, um, I will give this a four and a half. Four and a half out of five? Yep. Yep. Okay. It is almost perfect, but mm-hmm. not quite. Uh, and because it is just so much fun, um, you know, I wish we had a little bit better resolution for the, you know, condemnation of the homosexuality and stuff and like there's every once in a while there's something that's a little too convenient or not quite right but otherwise it's great four out of five love it okay i give it four and an adjustable ring 
Oh. Because it kind of depends, like, on my viewing and mood, mm-hmm. like, kind of how I feel about it. Okay. Because some days, like, I'm in, like, a real space war where it's, like, almost a full fifth ring. Sure. But other days, like, last, uh, like, yeah, it, it just kind of depends for me. Like, sometimes, okay. like, I'm there and, like, I'm rocking with it all the way through. Sometimes I'm just like, this is dumb. Sure, okay. But I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so for, like, for subtly, for structure, for the casting. Yes. Yeah. Whether or not it's... For the commitment to the bits. Yeah. But that last ring kind of just... It's in flux. Yeah. An adjustable ring. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I haven't actually thought about this. I think I'd give it a four and a half because it is like at no point, at no point have I not laughed and enjoyed this film. Yeah. I saw it for the first time on the way to see a Shakespeare play in the Twin Cities in high school. I was like, this is, I came back, I saw the play and my mom was like, how is the play? I was like, it was fine. But have you seen this movie called Clue? <laughs> and she's like, yes, I've seen this movie called oh. Clue. So that's kind of how I feel about it, and I really like it. It's just like it would be nice to be updated on some of like how we view things. So maybe the remake is a good idea because if the if the style and the pacing is similar or the same, it could be One good if hope. we can also just like slide in the, like, hey, a diverse cast, and these things are fine. Yeah, so, we'll see. If yeah, we yeah. had okay. Kate McKinnon as Mrs. White, I'd be super on board with that. Tyler, your thought. Hear me out. Okay. He's not known for his comedy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I think he would be a lot of fun, and it would be a different side that we see from him. Idris Elba as Wadsworth. I actually had yeah. that thought Yes. Okay. I think he'd be great. He's great on The Office. He's very funny. He's so good. He's on, yeah, he's on, in The Office. Yeah, he's after Michael Leaves. No, before. Before Michael Leaves? Before Leaves? Michael Leaves. Yeah, because Michael Scott Paper Company, that art happens oh, with okay. Edward Solo. Okay. Yeah. He's so funny. I think I that. didn't know who he was when I first mm-hmm. watched that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But yeah, he's very good. I yeah. had that same thought. Because he's so dry. He's so dry. Yeah, it would be very good. Okay. Thank and you should we do, we don't do this normally, mm-hmm. but just a little couple of acknowledgments. Sure. We're on the Scavengers Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. go check out all of their other fun podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we also have a Patreon. If you want to go to patreon.com slash Tristan J. Miller, you can support this podcast. Yeah, there. promise. It does support the podcast. It not does. just Tristan. Not just me. <laughs> I'm just the producer, and so I have the Patreon. It's yes, fun. yes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he does do most of the work. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Some of it. He does the editing work. He yeah. does all of the editing work. All the technical work. Yeah. But. Go ahead and plug your social media as well. They should follow you. Oh, for sure. Um, Trisha J. Miller, one on Twitter. Trisha J. Miller, all the time, all across the board. My website's there. I do two other podcasts. Where where can people find you guys? We normally don't do this, and it's kind of weird. I know. Uh, at Melissa J. Maley. And my last name is spelled like the first four letters of my first name, M-E-L-I. The J stands for Josephine. John, like me. We're nope. the same person. <laughs> Melissa and I are the same person. Uh, okay. <laughs> I said for the same person. Oh Sorry. no. <laughs> this is bad. Tyler. Well, if you want to zoom, a zoom, a zoom, and a boom, boom. <laughs> no, no, no. I do, I do want to zoom, a zoom, a zoom, and a boom, boom. You can follow me across all platforms at It's Tyler Riley. Great. 
And I now call this meeting of the, oh, wait, actually, the show has a Twitter, at ADC Pod. Also, please find us on Facebook. You should do that as well. I know. We have yep. a group. We have a group. We have a page. We have a group. Join them both. Give us a like and a click and a join. Aha. Uh-huh. And a follow. And <laughs> we are now finally calling this meeting adjourned. Gavel Sound. Jacques. Uh-huh.